to Bench Boost Boys Game Week 3 forecast. I'm Reese James, bitch. <laughs> With me, Gav, and you, Scott. How are you, Scott? You're doing quite well. Doing quite well. What is it? Wednesday night. It's, it's been, a Wednesday night it's here. It's been a long week. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, bit of admin, as always. Uh, if you haven't joined our mini league yet, the Bench Boost Boys mini league, the code is awful. It's, <laughs> it is. <laughs> we discussed this today, and you said to me we could... We could we could change it, and I I said no. So I apologise to the listeners that yeah, do. It's Scott's wanna, fault. Yeah, it's Scott's fault. The code is Q eight Z M two S, the phonetical nightmare code. Um, so yeah, please join us. Um, Dave Paxton's the Vestal Virgils are still top now with two hundred two points. Two hundred two points, just over two game weeks. That's averaging what a start. Oh, who know, who knows how to do the maths on that? You know, <laughs> at least one hundred and one. At per least one hundred and one per game. That is an incredible score. Imagine, like, <clears throat> if you were given that option at the start of the season, hey, would you would you want to average one hundred and one per game for the whole season? Would you be cool with that? You'd, be, you'd take that. You'd take that and run. It's a dream, absolute dream. At Bench Boost Boys is the Twitter. Benchboostboys.club is the website. Um, don't forget to send us mailbag questions. We do that towards the end of the show. We've got a, a pretty interesting one, very apt one, coming up towards the end of the show. So at Bench Boost Boys, send them to us on Twitter. is probably the best way to get in touch with us. Um, and I guess we'll crack on with how we got on in game week two. Bench Boost Boys. Uh, I'll start. Go on then. Yep. Uh, game week average, just for the listeners, was 56 points, and I finished up on 65 points, so nine points above the average, <clears throat> which resulted in a uh, red arrow, uh, and I dropped my overall rank. Explain that to me, Gavin. I don't want to. <clears throat> it's frustrating, because my, my game week rank last week was like 819k or something, mm. and this week it's 841k, so to to be that far above the average, nearly 10 points above the average, and, and, and drop a, a red arrow, it's almost enough for me to fucking quit the game, if I'm being honest. Oh, maybe you should. Um, I'll tell you where I, I didn't go well. Tw- twice in a row now, um, Backman only scored a point. Um, so probably something for me to look at is... Were you expecting more, were you? No, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, two no, two points yeah. is fine. Uh, a Watford that bad? I don't know. Uh, short... Shaw got four points. Now, he actually got two bonus points. Don't mm. ask me how. I don't know how he got it. It was a one-all draw with Southampton. Southampton did quite well in that game, which was all things considered was a huge surprise. Shaw somehow scraped together two bonus points. That was also a surprise. The bonus point system is kind of stuff like um, successful tackles, um, yeah, but through balls. A like. one-all draw, you have to assume no one impressed anyone in that game. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, but anyway, so he ended up on four... I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that up as actually a pretty good score for sure because uh, I know we class five as being the the acceptable level of points we want, but four is not too bad considering it ended one all. Yeah. Um, Barnes, Fernandez, and Harrison two points and one point. Uh, and Tony, I mean, okay, I'll go I'll go Barnes, Fernandez, and Harrison. So for Barnes, it's the, the second game in a row where he's been subbed after after only playing three quarters of the game. So he got subbed off around the 60th minute now. How much of the red card was, you know, had that yeah, to do with Yeah, that's the question I'm asking myself. And, it, you know, it's a bit of a red flag. I'm not too far fussed on Harrison. I think we, we know that he's the kind of player where he's either going to haul or not score many he, points. So. I, I, know, I know it's a completely <clears throat> different competition, but uh, last night in the League Cup, he played really well against Crew. Leeds beat them 3-0. 
and they played quite a strong team. There you go. Um, Bruno, surprised by this uh, one point. Um, mm. You know, I was temp- uh, tempted last week to, you know, captain Bruno. Glad I didn't. Went Salah. Um, he didn't didn't score that well. He only got three points, but I captained him, so he got six. So on, on this, he's got a green little a little highlighted Cause, cause cell. Because he's uh, five or above. Um, yeah, so turning three into six. But I was probably one of about, you know, four million other managers that did that. It was a record high amount of people. <clears throat> How many was it? It was two point something million or something. Oh, there you go. That's and it was a, a record number of people to captain one player in a game week ever. And that's what Salah gave us to thank us. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, so players that did well for me. Uh, oh, actually, I, I will touch on Tony. He only got two points. And it's the second game week in a row where he's got two points. Uh, he's my 6.5 million striker. Mm. I'm not disappointed. Six, 6.5 million, two points per game. Give me that average all season. What's that? Seventy six points for the season for seven, six point five. It's not horrible, uh, and it's, it is horrible. Well, yeah, but the like, like, he'll, he'll score a few. Well, pains. he he will. We def- I I would not literally, but theoretically, put money on that. Like, how can you have that good of a season last year? You know, Bamford had an okay season, two seasons ago in the championship. This guy scored forty goals, and now he's in the Premier League. Yeah, and he takes their pens. So. It, he is going to get goals. No, oh, 100%. But he's, he's been one of the most transferred out players. I think the most transferred out player this week, which is hugely yeah, surprising to me. If you can't have patience for a guy like Tony, you're not playing this game properly. Um, so players that did well, I've only got really four of them. Two of them did really well. Uh, Alexander-Arnold and Simakas both got three and two bonus points, respectively. And I have to say, Simakas has been the best four million I've ever spent in FPL mm. history. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to keep him. This week, Robertson, it's looking like he's fit, fit again, ready to play. I reckon Jurgen Klopp is going to give Simakas another another opportunity to play because he. Why would you take a player that's playing in that kind of form off? Yeah. Um, for a player that's just coming back from um, ligament injury. Yeah. Uh, and you know why not play Simakas for 50, 60 minutes, give him a run, then let Robertson come on and and, and have a crack. So, I know they're playing Chelsea, a tough fixture, but Simakas is a Premier League player, and he's proven that over the course of the last two games. Um. Ing, Danny Ings scored an absolute oh worldie. What a goal. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Um, which is hugely surprising. It was his only shot all game. Um, so it takes, eh? But two goals, two games. I can't complain with Ings. Eight million, whatever. Take that. And uh, the beast, Antonio. Holy wow. shit. I watched that game yesterday. Incredible. West Ham are going to win the league, aren't they? Oh, at and, this rate. And, and uh, Antonio is going to get golden ball. Eight, eight goals in two games. That's <laughs> all right, isn't it? For a team like West Ham, yeah, they'd be they'd be flying. Well, they, as we and talk- they've got Crystal Palace coming out, so that's they're going to be averaging mm. four goals a game mm. after that game. And as I think you touched on last week, West Ham only narrowly missed out on the Champions League spots last year. Hmm. So clearly looking to build. Um, but yeah, Antonio, you're right. What a beast. So, sorry. You're right there. Left, uh, left five points on the bench with Sufal. Mm-hmm. I say left five points. He scored five points. So, if I w- if I was going to bring someone off for Sufal, it probably uh, would have been possibly Tony. Um, so I would have really only made an extra three points. So I can't be too upset with that. Like I said, uh, Red Arrow down sixty five points. Uh, game week rank um, of one point nine million and an overall rank of eight hundred and forty thousand. Could be worse, mate. And I'll explain how. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got 62 points. Um, so for the second week in a row, I'm j- just above the average. It feels like familiar territory. 
Um, my blanks, Creswell. Don't know how that happened. West Ham thumped Leicester four one, and Creswell just wasn't involved in the points. Um, yeah, Luke Shaw just picked up those two bonus points, and then I had Suchek as well. So West Ham do that. I had Suchek and Creswell, and neither of them did a thing. Um, Tony as well, like you. Um, Bamford got an assist against Everton, but he also got yellow cards that took him to four points. Um, the good bits, Martinez. Also got a yellow card, but he uh, he got a clean sheet against Newcastle. Alexander Arnold had a great game, an assist, clean sheet, and three bonus points. Uh, Ruben Diash, Man City absolutely destroyed Norwich. So yeah, he- so you had a <clears throat> you had Diash over Simicast, which is mm. um, you got the same amount of points, but they just cost you two million extra. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, one assist, clean sheet, two bonus points. Uh, I captain Salah like you did. Uh, the old midfielder's clean sheet. Uh, Rafinha. Seven points there. What a goal. That was a great goal. It was a very Rafinha probably, goal. Probably in the top three goals of the game week, actually, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, obviously, Ings is up there. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, that was good. Uh, and then Calvert-Lewin, goal and a bonus point for seven there. DCL, mm. now he's looking like a pretty damn good asset this yeah, season. And he's a, so. he's a player that I think um, very much fits in the vein right now of Ben Rama, a player I do not have and a player I really want and who could possibly hurt me. Yep, can't have it all though, mate. So, with that in mind, I mean, just a quick... Actually, no, I can't have him. I've I I figured out a way to get him in. Oh, well, foreshadowing <laughs> for later, perhaps. No. Um. All right, fuck it, have it your way. <laughs> My game week rank, pretty pretty sad, 2.4 mil. My overall rank, 2.2 mil. Overall points, 135. So, the only way is up, but... Early doors, mate, early doors. Yeah, could, could be could be so much worse. So I reckon um, if you make a strong transfer this week and, and you're not transferring down then uh, you're in a good position to improve on your... Uh, you're, taking, you're taking a piss? Yes, I know what your transfer is. <laughs> Can't wait. Our dear listeners don't. So when we get, when we come back from a, a quick break, we'll do Watch This Update. Uh, the rest of the show, um, yeah, it's our usual format, but for those who are, are not familiar, we'll do Watch This Update, then we'll preview the Game Week 3 fixtures, uh, then we'll talk about what we ourselves are going to do for Game Week 3, and we finish up with the mailbag. So uh, we'll move on. Bench Boss Boys. Watch list update. Would you like to go first, Scott? We should rename this section, I reckon, because we're not actually updating our watch lists. We're just reading different names every time. No. I have not told you this, but I actually minus my entire watch list. What do you mean? Every name that you can see on the spreadsheet that listeners can't see. Great content is that's my entire that's not just new names that's the whole thing no but what I'm saying is like I've removed names like Smith Rowe he's come off he's come off my watch list maybe what we should be doing this is a bit of a peek behind the curtain for the listeners Um, maybe what we should do is split that and then have it like in out yeah let's do that we'll do that next week from next week you're going to get what a development 1.5% better content that conversation probably could have happened off air. Yeah. Like the conversation about lint. I like it. Do you want to talk to them about how lint is created in yeah, a belly button so or in a navel? The, the hair around... No. Um, but I, no, I think our listeners will appreciate the fact they'll feel like they're involved. Tweet us. Tell us what you think. We're so interested. With that said, then... <sighs> Let's come get back on, on track. Yeah, come okay. on. Okay. Emil Smith-Rowe out. Fuck him off. No... No disrespect to him, he's a great player, but Arsenal are a terrible team. I had noticed. Um, Son Hyung Min is still in my in my watch list mm-hmm. very much. Uh, the other name uh, very much at the top is Ben Rama. It's said 
Ben Rama. It's um, <laughs> so, getting to the point so where <laughs> it's getting to the point where it's actually hurting me not having him, and 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 that display that he had against Leicester City, um, again. He didn't actually play all that well, but he, I think it was another double-digit well, game for him. to play somewhat of a devil's advocate here, is there something to be said for the fact that there's only been two games? No, well, I would have I would have agreed with you if he hadn't had such a um, cracking preseason. Right, And I think enough. a big part of it is there's a bit of concern, obviously, underlying concern for anyone that, that remembers back to how well, how well Jesse Lingard fit into that team and played mm. last season. And there's that concern that... Will dis will Ben Rama be displaced if Jesse Lingard comes back? <clears throat> it's likely Lingard will come back. I don't know. Today the, the today the vibe is it's off again. Who cares? Point is, if you're David Moyes, you do not bench Ben Rama right now. No, he's having a great great time. Yeah, he's having a cracker. And a player like Ben Rama, he's probably going to play like this until the transfer window's closed, and he can go back to being a lazy asshole. So, <sighs> I need him. I want him. He's going to get in my team somehow. Wemmel. I talked about him last week. You did. Exciting player. He's really, really highly rated. I really think he's going to be a, a great asset to have as my fifth midfielder if I can eventually bump up Brownhill to from the 4.5 to a 5 point, probably at that point, 5.6, 5.7 midfield uh, cost. Still got Greenwood on there. He's scored two goals now in two games. Uh, Alonso for Chelsea. He's looking good, but I wanted, I do want to see how he performs against a team like uh, Liverpool and if he keeps his place in that in that uh, starting lineup. Poor old Chilwell. Um, it's hard not to ignore... Well, it's hard to be hard to ignore uh, Reese James, bitch. Um, <laughs> he obviously... King of the game, which was 18 points, something yeah. like that. So he had a blinder. Um, DCL, Everton, you've got him. I want him. Yep. Uh, I've got Ings, Antonio, both firing, both 8 million. What was Antonio? He's only 7.6, something like that. But... DCL's going to have a huge season, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Um, he's playing really well, scoring a goal a game at the moment as well. Saar for Watford still sitting in there. I've got Liveramento in there, and and the only reason I do... And I've, I've got Duffy. So I've got two four million defenders, and the reason I have those two is because I know Simicasa's time is coming to an end, and we've had a really great relationship, but eventually I'm going to have to move on and... Look, if Andrew Robertson could have just broken his leg fucking clean off, that would have been better. Because it feels like one of those relationships where you have to end it because they're just moving away or something like that. But really, you know that it's good for you and it's what you really want. Right. What am I talking about? Yep. Yeah, so sorry. Yep. Yeah, Duffy and Livermento sitting on my watch list um, because I need a I need a cheap replacement. I need a four million defender. Sure. Okay. So um, I have Antonio on mine. Still, obvious, Son, same. Um, Fernandez, <laughs> that saga. Um, l- listeners to last week's show will know that I have been trying to kind of plan my way into getting Bruno Fernandez into my team. And you rolled a transfer last week. I did. It's tricky. We'll talk more about that later, but for obvious reasons, he's on the list. Pogba's still on there. Ben Rama as well. We've talked about that. Richarlison. Um if he doesn't end up disappearing to PSG. But, um, yep, so he's on there. Um, Rick James. Sorry, Reese James. Um, Duffy as well. Uh, Greenwood. Yeah, he's looking very good. The only... Uh, and we talked about this off-air earlier, that the only thing that maybe stops uh, Greenwood potentially is when Rashford comes back and Cavani, etc. Um, and then Lukaku. Lukaku. And I've been quite outspoken about not being a big fan of him. Um, and then, yeah, he, he's obviously done all right hasn't he mm. uh, and then wow yeah 
And, and then I and then I thought, you know what? I don't really follow Italian football very closely. Let's have a closer look. What did he do last year? And to my surprise, their system was very much using him not as a target man as such, but more like a poacher. Hmm. Lots of six-yard tap-ins, a bit, bit DCL-esque, to be honest. So that piqued my interest. So there he is. What I was really impressed with that that goal um, against Arsenal was how he just blasted through and just beat the defender for pace. And I thought, yeah. he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big, powerful guy. I, 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 side Sidebar. Was, I gave Theo a lift home yesterday. For those that... Listeners at home, Theo is in our in our league. He sends us in the occasional question. He's he's competitive, FPL player, and he was telling me a story about his uh, one of his friends from back in England hosted a dinner party for uh, his girlfriend at the times uh, friend from work who was bringing a person to a dinner party, and she rocked up and and they were sitting there in the middle of the conversation. They were just chatting, and he goes, "Oh, so what do you do for a living?" They go, "I play football," and he said, "Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool." Dinner ends, guy buggers off. The lady texts him and goes, you guys do know that was Romelu Lukaku, right? <laughs> so, uh, I, I can't tell it as well as Theo did, but I just thought, holy shit. Imagine having a player like Romelu Lukaku just sitting in your modest little London apartment. Hoping your IKEA furniture can support his stature. Yeah. Quite. Well, that's a good story. Thank you for that. Um, yes, so... I should get Le- we should get Theo on to tell it, but yeah. slightly better. Yeah. All right, and then next week we'll have a better structure for our watch list updates. <laughs> Developments. Shit. We're just building this show. Shit's yeah. getting better constantly. Yeah. Okay. If only if only the the content could match the audio quality. All right, <laughs> All right. baby steps. Oh, well, I need to I need to go and splash some cold water on my face, and when we come back, we will go through game week three's fix jaws. Bench boss boys, game week three. Okay, so you're right there, mate. You're right. Are you gonna are you gonna soundbite all of those game week three? So for the next year, <laughs> yeah. we can use it once. Reuse it, yeah. yeah Fucking yeah. oath. Let's Car- recycle carbon footprint. Um, kicks off with historically what would be a good emissions <laughs> sponsored by carbon emissions. Man City versus Arsenal. Yeah, this would have been a good fixture in 2016. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. or maybe 15. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean Arsenal are are they back to back losses? Oh, yeah. Two nils. Yeah. So that's Arteta. Like, they're going to lose this. Arteta out. Bring back Wenger. They, uh, there's already murmurs of all that. Oh, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. And I was thinking, not after two games. And then I realised they're playing Man City away this week. Oh, it's going to be three. There is no way in hell Arsenal get a result against City. You know what? I would bet some money on it. One the, Ethereum. The, the ongoing joke is that no one quite knows what the Arteta project is, but what we do know is it doesn't seem to be working. Look, all I know is that it's really difficult for me to admit that I am an Arsenal fan. Um, <laughs> the shame. I sit here and I think to myself, <clears throat> this game doesn't interest me at all. I'm not going to have any FPL assets from either of these two teams. Uh, Man City assets are way too unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal assets are way too predictable in that you know you're never going to get clean sheet points or goals. Um, I think one thing for me, if I owned any Man City assets or I was I had room to move one into my team, would be Riyad Mahrez, and that's because Good shout. Kieran Tierney's cooked. Mahrez didn't start last week, which means he's probably going to start. Mm. Um, just that's how rotation works, really. Uh, and I think it's Tavares is probably going to be the um, 
most likely left back for Arsenal, and he's not very good. So, to to offer a bit of balance, what I'm hearing is Martin Odegaard hat trick on his return to Arsenal. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, sorry, I must have misunderstood. Uh, next game is Aston Villa versus Brentford. You got oh, you've got nothing to say about Man City Arsenal. Nah, not really, mate. I mean, I do currently have Ruben Diaz in my team. Might not later. We'll find out. Um, no, I echo your sentiments. Arsenal is a sorry state of affairs. Man. Oh, they're absolutely fucked. Yeah. And you know what? While you're you while you start slowly talking about the next, you know what? Take my notes because you haven't written anything. You take my notes. I'm going to look up their I'm fixtures because I reckon I can tell you when Arsenal will get their first points. Well, that's a fun exercise. But Villa are playing Brentford. Um, Brentford have—they've done all right, you know. Good, good start to the season. Villa probably slightly rockier than we thought it would be, given the the first game. But um, as we talked about pre-season, pretty impressed with their uh, moves in the transfer market. So I don't know. It should be a competitive game. Obviously, you'd fancy Villa to win it. But um, I'm hoping personally. I'm sure you are too. That Tony gets on the score sheet. Yeah, I've got Tony Ennings in this fixture. So. <clears throat> and I actually do have Matty Target, but currently sitting on my bench, occupying the first spot. Because, I, I, you know, Brentford, uh, they've scored a couple of goals already this season, um, so we know they're capable of scoring. <clears throat> Target has only played 45 minutes, and it was a very woeful 45 minutes. He did not play last week. So he's yeah. sitting there on my watch list on my own team of, if you don't play this weekend, Matty, you're fucking gone. He, I don't know if it's a fitness problem because he played in the League Cup last night and so did El Ghazi. Other note there, actually, I know neither of us have him at the moment, but last season I had him for a bit. El Ghazi seems to be on pens at the moment and is actually playing. Well, he, he is absolutely on yeah. pens. So want, definitely one to watch out for. Probably should have him on my watch list, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see which Villa turns up. And if Tony can get on the, open his account, that'd be great. Just on Arsenal, though, just going back, mm-hmm. they do play Norwich next week, so... They may get a result. Norwich will be very excited about that. <laughs> um, next match is Brighton and Hove Albion versus Everton. Everton just coming off the back of a two-all-away draw with Leeds. Um, Brighton Brighton have done all right. I think Mopey's not fit now. <clears throat> yeah, Brighton are, a, um, Brighton are a team Oh, yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A highly rated defence. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of FPL managers have Sanchez. I think he scored six points last week. So, um, you know, anyone that does have him. Duffy's a popular pick, as we talked about. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at him. He's on my watch list. Yeah, yeah. But so is DCL. So that's the only reason I'm really interested in this fixture is to see that uh, how that plays out. But I, I did want to mention, too, Basuma. He scored quite highly last week. Ten points. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Combo. Uh, one I missed off, actually, on my watch list, to now look massively unprofessional, just to back up the fact I missed him off a watch list and you just belched on air, is D- uh, Damari Gray for Everton. Um, a good example. We talked, yeah, he looked good. Well, we talked yeah. about this with Matt Whelan, FPL Obsessed, in our season preview, about the value in actually watching, I mean, you don't have to watch all 90 minutes, but watching the highlights of games to see the people who are looking like they might start scoring FPL points, frankly. And Damari Gray, I think the first two games of the season, he's done like 70 minutes and he gave Leeds absolute nightmares. He looks so freaking good. Um, and then, funnily enough, when he did get subbed, um, Iwobi came on and he also looked bloody good. So for me, it's just to kind of see if um, Damari Gray is actually cementing his place in that side. And uh, he might be a good... Uh, Good cheaper option in midfield, I reckon. Mm. Well, I mean, if we're talking about players that look good, 
could score. <laughs> struggling with these carbonated beverages. We've got to get oh, back on the water. Yeah, I know. Uh, look, looks good. Could score. Uh, Adama Traore. I mean, right. He's he's got the highest amount of shots so far for any midfield player in the Premier League, and he's scored Christ. two points each game. So, <clears throat> either is shooting shocking, or it's a matter of time. For oh yeah, he's person. absolutely struggling. To well, he comes later in the but, game. But week. back onto Brighton Hove, Albion, and Everton. I think this will be a really tough fixture. Actually, I think it'll be a, a tight game. I, I think, think it'll so. be a two-one, and it could go either way. I'd say so. Um, yeah, that's uh, my uh, uh, probably quite an open game. It's Newcastle versus Southampton. You've got it down as your. Your match of the week, yeah. Both both That's teams fair. looking dismal. Um, With a couple just, of good players on each side, you know, Alison. Name Maxima. one good player from Southampton. That defender everyone likes that begins with L. Liveramento is 18 years old. He's going to get <laughs> displaced by Kyle Walker-Peters. He's not that good. He's young, he's excited, but he's not He's not. Armstrong that good. up front. Yeah, he's pretty fucking cheap. Well, he should be, but he's you know if someone's going to get the goals for Southampton, it appears to be him. Yeah, yeah, um, no, he's not a bad shout. But no, I mean, we sl- we slacked off. I think this <laughs> Southampton might be the, this season's West Brom for us. Oh. We slagged them off every every week, even when they did well, and we were very mean. Well, they did draw. They did just draw one all with Man United. Yeah, but honestly, they don't excite me in any way, shape, or form. They're terrible. Mm. Uh, and Newcastle, I think they've just got. A small handful of half decent players. I mean, Callum Wilson, Alan St. Maximum. The only, the only, the only player that ever excited me at Newcastle was Alan St. Maximum, and now he's been made into a forward, and all of a sudden, he's less appealing to me. Yep. No, I totally get that. Um, and yeah, I agree. Potentially your match of the week. The next one's interesting. Norwich at home to Leicester. Obviously, Norwich yet to uh, to really get on the uh, on the scoreboard, and Leicester coming off the back of that loss. Obviously, well, got- Nor- Norwich. And Leicester both. Yeah, not good results. I mean, Leicester had someone sent off. Um, so, I don't know. Should be should be an interesting one. Brendan Rodgers kind of rolled the dice a bit, actually. I think it was... <clears throat> uh, he, he brought on... Uh, was it Ianacho, I think, mm. um, when they were 2-0 down? Or what? Yeah, 2-0 down. And he ended up scoring um, to go up to 2-1. Mm. Was it was it Ianacho? No, it wasn't Ianacho. It was um, Tielemans. Oh, you were Tielemans, yeah. Um, so he kind of rolled and thought, you know, let's get back in the game here. But he didn't really do much to to soften the West Ham attack. And I think they kind of took advantage of that. And that's when Antonio got his two goals. Oh, well, yeah, they, they came right. So Brendan Rodgers, credit to him, he didn't he didn't lay down and, and, and roll over and give up. He pushed for a result. Yeah. Um, and that makes me think that they're going to come into this Norwich game wanting three points and they're going to go for it. And I they're really so. going to... Um, I think they're going to probably put Norwich to the sword. I think Norwich are in a bit of trouble this season, to be honest. I agree. And speaking of West Ham, they're at home to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Oh, we're done with, with we're done with Norwich. We, we, God, you're rolling through these. Oh yeah, man. I really wanted to criticise Billy Gilmore and everyone choosing Billy Gilmore. Firstly, does he warrant criticism? Secondly, has quotes everyone chosen Billy Gilmore? Everyone that's chosen him. Oh, both of them. <laughs> He's quite popular. <laughs> Pre-season, I thought that was a good shout. I thought, firstly, in footballing terms, Gilmore going to Norwich for a season was good for him. And in FPL terms, I thought that he might be a good pick. I didn't pick him. I actually went with Todd Cantwell, who's just sat on my bench. But um, he, what, two points a game? Yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know, if Norwich will insist on losing football Billy matches. Gilmore is a good player. And don't get me wrong, I think was when Scotland played 
England in the Euros is best guy on the pitch. Yeah, easily. Yeah, um, I'm not criticizing Billy Gilmore. I just think that Norwich are in a lot of trouble, and anyone that picks a player that yeah. plays like Billy Gilmore does in a team like that, you're in trouble in FPL. He's Actually, I'm talking, and I've got Brownhill for Burnley. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Don't listen to me. I'm shit. Actually, speaking of not listening, Andy last week. Uh, yes, she wrote in a mailbag question. She questioned whether or not she should keep Mane or Salah, and uh, we said get Salah, and Mane's crap. Well, I mean, we did, but I I think we can probably give the we pushed the question quite heavily on our guest, didn't we? Yeah, and he really pushed it to get Salah. He God, was saying, Torrin, man, Torrin. Words coming back to haunt you. He was saying things about everything goes down the right. It's Trent to Salah. It was all Simacus to uh, Simacus <laughs> to bloody Manny. Anyway. The f- no, 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 no. We, we, we can't throw Torrin on the No, no, like no. I'm he's, a good, he's a good guy. We all, we- and, he, and he's right, because Manny, Manny's not going to score as many points as Salah. No, it was, the, it was the logical thing, but then when I caught up with Andy and said hey did you listen to the show she said no absolutely not and thanks um, and I said well you know we all kind of went you should go with Sal and she said thank god I didn't listen because I would have followed your advice so, so make of that what you will yeah listeners you take that <laughs> do the opposite don't listen um, so you wanted to talk about West Ham Crystal Palace I'd like to do that um, Crystal Palace drew with Brentford uh, last weekend, um, West Ham are clearly gunning for the title. Yeah, I, my only comments in this one: Crystal Palace need to just go back to the fucking Championship where they belong. They're, they're a terrible side. Bad news, isn't it? Yeah, they're terrible. Well, they, they did just get a result, but who was that against? When was that? They just drew nil nil with Brentford at the weekend. That's a result for <laughs> that's a result for Crystal Palace. In fairness, I don't know if fairness is right. Where we were saying this last season, we we're in a position where um, Zaha is a Townsend with the best players. Eze's not playing. I think he's not fit. Yeah, um, Townsend's gone, clearly. And um, it's they're just relying on Zaha again. Oh, no, Ben Teke had a run out this weekend and he managed to miss a pretty easy opportunity. Oh, but they appreciated that. So um, West Ham to compound Crystal Palace's misery for sure. Yeah, and, that, and, and look, uh, we'll get to our own captaincy choices later, but I really think we need to highlight that Antonio would be a great captaincy choice for this week, considering the form he's in. And considering... And he's really enjoying his football. And considering in the next fixture, it's Liverpool versus Chelsea. And as much as, you know, the joke is always, if in doubt, Captain, Captain Salah, yeah. um, if you were having other thoughts, i.e. that Chelsea are going to put up a good fight in this game, which they bloody should, Then, and you have got Antonio, I think that's not a bad shout to move the armband to Antonio. Yeah, well, there are certainly other options, and we'll, we'll get to those soon, but uh, this, this game, Liverpool versus Chelsea, is going to be a huge fixture. Um, I think mm. it'll be a really, really good game to watch. Yep. Like I said, I hope Simicast gets a start. I hope he gets to keep his place in that in that starting 11. Yep. Romelu Lukaku, really exciting um, to see him come back into the Premier League and score within, you know, 16 minutes of his second debut. His, his first ever Chelsea goal in the Premier League. He never scored for them the last time round. Can you believe that? You, the, the, literally I, the way you're looking nah. at me is that you think that's not true and it is. It, nah. He spent most of his Chelsea career previously on loan at other clubs, West Brom, um, other clubs. Uh, yeah, honestly, first it might even be first full stop, but it's definitely his first ever Premier League goal for Chelsea, would you believe? No, I was. I just said I don't. I flat out don't fucking believe you. Just shut up. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yep, I think Robertson will will come into this game at some point. I, I'm not going to bet on this, but I, I 
think that Simakas will keep his place. I think he'll start. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, my only notes at the end here say that this fixture makes Salah a little bit of an avoid for the armband, mm. unless you're absolutely desperate. So if you don't have any of the other um, <clears throat> premium players or you don't have Antonio, I think really... Or Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, he counts as a premium player. Carry on. Yeah, I'm just staring at you because I know that's the position you find yourself in right now. No Bruno, yeah. no Antonio. Yeah. What are you going to do? We'll find out soon. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, Burnley versus Leeds at Burnley. Um, yeah, I see your comment here. Leeds will probably tell, tear Burnley to shreds. And I mean, obviously, as a Leeds fan, I hope so. But I think you're, I think you're right there. Mm. Um, Rafinha... Um, when we watched that Manchester United game, first game of the season, Rafinha didn't have a great game. Obviously, Leeds themselves didn't have a great game. Ailing got a good goal, but it wasn't very good. Rafinha. It was a worldie. It was an absolute yeah. screamer. But um, I had I had faith in him, Rafinha, and yeah, that goal he got last week. Whew, he's a very he's a very popular pick, Rafinha. Great. Player. Um, I think Harrison's going to definitely be in my starting eleven this week, and I, I you know he's he's just dropped in price. He's gone to five point nine mil down from six mil. So a bit yeah. of a surprise that people aren't willing to just just back themselves when they make these kind of decisions because you only drop in price if... if I, th- I feel like there's there's always that early season panic and that leans into our mailbag question, which obviously we'll get to later in the show. But it happened last year as well. And I definitely got caught up in it myself. But two matches get played. You suddenly feel like you don't have certain players or that a player you backed only got you two points in two games uh, and everyone starts shitting their pants. Mm. Lovely. Tottenham are playing Watford. Yeah. Um, Harry Kane came on as a sub last week. Um, the rumour mill still in full effect, supposedly, that uh, Man City are going to come in with the 150 mil bid. Um, who knows what happens there? Um, surely he's f- like physically fit by now. So yeah. will, will he start this game? I wouldn't have a clue. I don't know. What's Nuno thinking? I don't know, he hasn't replied to my texts. Um, you do text him, don't you? Yeah, even though I'm not allowed to anymore after the thing. Yeah. Um, Son has obviously had a pretty decent start to the season. Um, you've got a note down here to say that maybe if you have got Son captain in him, I think that's a good shout, yeah. given the circumstances. Son's not going to lose his place in the team, if K, even if Kane's fit. No, no. They'll, they'll just go back to what they were doing last season, and that's just tearing teams apart. It was... Kane starting up front but dropping to the halfway line and pumping through balls to Son who scored lots of goals mm. and it sounds like a good system to me. Um, Watford have they've done okay since they've been up. Um, they got some you know players scoring goals and getting about the place. In fact, a lot of people have now actually started looking to bring them in as budget picks. Um, well, I've got Backman and Foster, and I usually start Foster ahead of Backman, knowing that Backman will just come in for me. And 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 so far, I've got two points from. Mm from having both of those two players in two games. So... Well, I think it's probably more the attacking players that uh, are doing something for Watford. Yeah. Um, Saar. Yeah, Saar. And also Dennis up front. Dennis the Menace. He's Did a, he play on the weekend? Yep. Uh, at the weekend, he only got two points. He got he did the full 90 minutes. Um, but obviously, game week one, he, uh, he scored a goal, got an assist against Villa um, but Brighton beat him 2-0 at the weekend so it's weird it's weird to hear a team like Aston Villa mm. going down 3-2 to Watford and That's then a team like unexpected. 
Brighton winning 2-0. Oh, wait, so Man United, they ripped Leeds to bits, didn't they? And then the next week drew with Southampton. Just it's a it's a pre- sorry mate yeah it's a pre- it's a, pre- it's, a pre- it's a tough league it is a tough league and it's also that bedding in period you know first couple of games season everyone getting back everyone's filling each other out filling each other up um, so yeah Tottenham Watford I'd expect Tottenham to win that and the last game of the game week Wolves at home to Manchester United um, yeah if you've got Bruno I would advise you to captain him I do have Bruno is that are you telling me what to do yeah, uh, I'd, I like to play by my own beat of my own drum so I'll, I'll get to my captaincy I don't need you telling me what to do <laughs> it's, but not all, it's not all about you for the for, for the listeners mm. if you've got Bruno captain him I, yeah I would say so Antonio if you're feeling brave but if you want to just keep it uh, you know simple go for Bruno I reckon yeah uh, I don't have Bruno or Antonio I'll, uh, one of the notes that I put here was that I'll be really interesting to see how Greenwood goes this week mm. um, you know I don't know how far away Cavani is from fitness uh, Rashford we know is pretty long yeah, term yeah Rashford's a bit long term isn't he but um, yeah he's he's got two goals in two games uh, his, his goal last weekend was, was pretty lucky um, yeah definitely he's in my watch list I uh, can't really see an easy route into him. Sorry. <laughs> can't really see an easy the, the way Australians to get him have into the team. Um, but, yeah. I, yeah. What do you think? Am I just... I'm waffling. That's Ooh, what a podcast is. Question. Varane. Yeah. Will he play this weekend? I don't know. From an FPL perspective, I'm not sure I really give a shit. I'm sure he's not cheap, right? <laughs> okay. Like, but you're not worried about Lindor in your team? I don't have him in my team. No, you don't? No. It's a surprise because he's owned by 0.1% of players. He's uh, <laughs> 0.8% actually. Really? Yeah. That's, um, not a very, that's not a very large amount of people. Varane is owned by 1.1%. He's 5.5 million actually, Varane, um, which if you wanted a defender from a you know top six team, that's not bad. I mean, I don't know. Does Varane score from corners, headers and things like that? I don't know, Harry Maguire does. Was he like six mil? Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire is 5.5 as well, owned by 11.8. So he's the same price as Harry Maguire. Yeah. If you had to choose... Tri- like, it, Actually, that's probably the way you look at it. If you were like, I want to go for a centre-back from Manchester United, you probably would go Maguire because you know he's proven and he will pop up from corners. Yeah. Or Luke Shaw. Yeah, sure. He's not a left-back. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so I don't know. From a footballing perspective... I reckon Varane probably will play, and that would be quite nice to see him in the Premier League. Great player. Um, and that's your lot. That concludes the Game Week 3 fixtures. We will return to talk about what we will do. Do you want me to talk about, before we do, cut to the break? Well, oh, yeah. you can edit this part out. It's really up to you. I edit most of what you say out. Um, I've put a multi on this week. Gambling? If it wins, $16,000. I'm going to buy you a new hat. Thanks, mate. Yeah. All right, well, the listeners to a podcast will look forward to seeing my new hat next week. We'll be back. Bench boss boys. What are you going to do? Uh, It's tough. Can you go first? Because I reckon my question is actually more of a mailbag question. What I'm doing is more of a mailbag. Absolutely. So um, I... It, this is this is a weird one, but I will be transferring out Ruben Diaz, who just scored me eleven points, <laughs> to bring in Luke Ailing, and this is all it all goes back to last week's plan around how the fuck do I get Bruno Fernandez into my team, which 
also looks kind of absurd considering the game that Fernandez had at the weekend, but that's one game. Anyway, point being, the first step, I did carry a transfer, and now I will also carry that to next week, was to get DS out and bring in Ailing. Um, and the next week, all going to plan, I'll make two more transfers that will culminate with bringing Fernandez in, and it will probably include getting rid of Madison and Bamford to bring in a budgety striker and Fernandez. Um, I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about it. There are other things I could do. I try and bring Son in, um, but I just feel quite strongly that I probably could do with Fernandez in. I just think in hindsight, I've kind of stitched myself up a bit by spreading the funds so evenly across my team. I've made it hard. Are you going to take that? What did you do last year? Did you do the same thing or did you did you have a weak bench? I didn't have a weak bench all season, but I deliberately built the team around the fact that Salah and Fernandez were already in there. So that's probably in hindsight the first mistake I've made. Because when I speak to other people who've got those two players in their team, well, when they were picking their team from nothing, they stuck those in first and then built it around that. That's what I did. Because that's, you know, yeah. it's literally like playing a wild card is foreshadowing for the mailbag um, but I'm not in that position unless I literally play my wildcard which I don't currently have any interest in doing or I take a shitload of points hits there's no easy way now outside of me literally swapping Salah for Fernandez, which would be weird um, I've made it very difficult to bring Fernandez in so potentially yeah. it's this Bruno's only scored one more point than Salah this season yeah um this week I, I will because of my lack of Fernandez and lack of the likes of Antonio. It looks like I'll be captaining Rafinha. So I'm kind of banking on a Rafinha performance Ooh. against Burnley. Jesus, that's a, that is a bold captaincy choice. And that is where you're going to look at it at the end of the season and go, if I had done this one thing slightly differently at the start of the season. Oh, it won't be one thing. Um well, let's very quickly go through this then. So if we just look at attacking players, I have Salah, who's playing Chelsea, Rafinha, Suchek, Madison, Bamford and Calvert-Lewin. Bamford playing against Burnley, Calvert-Lewin playing against Brighton. Oh, Bamford! Really, though? And who who's DCL playing against? Brighton, who've done quite well defensively. Yeah, they have. Ooh. Tough shot, but Bamford above Rafinha, surely. Do you think? Has Bamford scored yet? No, he's got an assist. Ah, he's due. He's due for a goal. Probably. It's with Rafinha for now, but you might be right. Let's see where the week takes me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've actually got Tony on my bench right now. Again, that could could change. But, um, yeah, so I'm kind of looking at 4-4-2 at the moment. So suddenly things aren't looking fantastic for me. Um, <laughs> but you, that, you're, you're one more dismal performance away from wildcarding. Wild card, yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> the mate. game week three wildcard. I want to be that guy Hello, who waits darkness, till game... my old friend. I'm, I'm going to take the take the high ground and probably wait till game week four to do that just so I can make myself believe I'm slightly better than those people yeah I'm a game yeah. week four was guy I, was but... I a game week three last season while I think I was mine was definitely in the last in the first five I'm sure of it was it. me sitting there going god I, f- I fucked up here I've forgotten how- I don't know how to I don't know how to FPL right well you tell us about your plans because we're getting dangerously close to the mailbag question well my 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 plans are dangerously close to being a question um so Right now, I don't have any real problems in my team. Um, Must be nice. Except Barnes has not played a full 90 minutes just yet, and I don't know how much of last week was a red card, was because of the red card. Right, right, right. And Leicester are playing Norwich, so I'm really nervous to take a fit Barnes out of my team when they're coming up against a 
dismal team. And I know we're only two games in, but even pre-season showed as well that Brendan Rodgers is quite comfortable going back to the one-striker system and very comfortable with that being Vardy, Mm. which means that Barnes and Madison, when fit, should definitely be in the team. Well, that's the thing. The, The thing that's hurt me the most in terms of my rank in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, like I'm on 159 points. Like, I'm doing well compared to last year. <laughs> I'm doing quite well. But the thing that's hurting me is not having Ben Rama. And, and can I afford, if Ben Rama are playing Crystal Palace, to not have him for another week? When really, it's one of those sword versus shield things that Maddie talks about. Um, mm. Having Ben Rama right now, his template is shield. It's protecting me for, you know not having him when everyone else does have him. Yeah. And Barnes is starting to look like, especially now that it's dropped in price, sort. If he bangs against Norwich and I've just gotten rid of him, I'll be fuming. So I'm really torn between that transfer and, and, and a second option, which is Matty Target out. Who He's only played 45 minutes out of two games. Uh, hasn't looked good. Um, Has he been a starter for you? Uh, he was in the first game and he scored zero points anyway and he's... Uh, relegated to my bench and then scored zero anyway so I was fine with that but again uh, though if that's a fitness thing you might suddenly see him do 90 minutes now yeah but 4.9 million if I can take him out and maybe bring in a 4.5 million defender Uh, an ailing yeah like an ailing actually ailing would probably likely be the the transfer I make Um, then that that frees up another 400,000 on top of my you know, already half a mil that I have in my bank to potentially make some more moves later on down the season. Sure, uh, I, I'm still really interested in trying trying to find some wiggle room to get Lukaku in. I, mm-hmm. Truthfully, I'm kind of hoping, fingers crossed, there'll be an injury to one of my big players so that I just free <laughs> up some funds. And, and I'm FPL not could be it. so dark sometimes. I know, God. Um, so that's where I'm sitting at. I, you know, at the moment, I'm 90 percent sure I will move Barnes on, but I'm almost 50 percent sure I'll regret it. Um, yeah, uh, and if that doesn't happen, it'll be target for ailing. Either way, I've got two transfers, so I'm going to only make one this week. I'm not going to make both of those transfers. Right. Um, and at this stage, uh, my captaincy, I'm I've got the armband on Antonio, but it is fifty fifty as to whether or not I'll I'll panic and pop it on to to Bruno because I don't I don't mind the Manchester United Bulls fixture. Um, I am going to start with a three-four-three. I'm going to have all three of my strikers starting again this this season, uh, this weekend. I've got um, Antonio uh, Ings, who have both scored in the last two games each, uh, and Antonio, who you know, drew, drew a goal. Really, any day now. Surely, I mean, and, and like I said, I reckon I'll keep Tony all season. I reckon he's a season keeper. The only reason I'll get rid of him is is if he actually is injured long term yeah right and that's more likely to happen to Ings and Antonio so true um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep those guys on I think relegated to the bench this week uh, unfortunately um, Simicast I know I said he's probably gonna start against Chelsea but they are likely to score and, and Liverpool are unlikely to keep a clean sheet so I don't really wanna have you know uh, Alexander Arnold and Simakas on the field, so I'm going to keep Simakas in the hopes that he does start. But I know he's probably going to drop in price back to four million, and I'm going to be pretty upset with myself for not doing it this week. But I just think he's earned at least a place on the bench. Brownhill, 
he's staying on the bench. He's always on the bench for me. Um, so I'll start with Sufal, Shaw and Alexander on the back. And uh, yeah, like I said, at the moment, the arm ends on Antonio with the vice-captaincy on Fernandez, but it's just going to switch between those two players. I've got no real interest in um, putting anyone else in the mix there. Chelsea for Salah, not a good not a good pick. Barnes for Norwich, he's likely not even staying in my team. And Harrison has Burnley, but I'm never going to put it on a 5.9 million midfielder when I've got Salah, Fernandez, and Antonio to choose from. So Fair point. All right. Well, there we go. Um, okay. We'll take our last break and come back with our mailbag question. Hi. Mailbag time. It's mailbag time. Our mm. question this week comes from last season's Bench Boost Boys mini league winner, Stefan De Jong. Um, Quite amusing, actually. Always good for a question, Stefan. He is, but it's quite amusing that his team name is Tragic and Miserable. Um, and his question is, I'm on my wild card and I'm, go- and I'm going completely heavy hitter free. Good idea? Question mark. Um, first thing I will say is, he, you know, he sent us a screenshot of the team and I'll really quickly go through it. Edison and goal, Alexander-Arnold, Pereira, Diash at the back. Son, Benrahma, Pogba, Gray, Calvert-Lewin, Antonio Bamford, Bench of Sanchez, Jota, Christensen, and Tanganga. Tanganga. Um, mm. That actually, at a glance, is a decent team. But it is clearly missing Mr. Salah and Mr. Fernandez. It's clearly missing Kane and it's clearly missing Lukaku. Uh, is, is anyone missing Kane right now? No, but what I'm saying is he's talked specifically about not having any heavy hitters in. Now, he has got one premium player in there, and that's Alexander-Arnold. And Son. Yeah, Son. Yeah. Okay, Son's premium too. Yeah, that's true. He's 10 mil, so he is premium. But Alexander-Arnold, actually, I suppose Edison probably too. can From a goalkeeper perspective. Yeah. And even Diaz. Diaz is probably on the cusp. Doubled up there on the uh, defensive... City players. Well, that's not a bad shout, and they're playing Arsenal, so that's yeah, two clean sheets. It's, it's not exactly doubling up Norwich defended. Um, look, it's it's a it is a solid team, and it's it's not template at all. The most template players you have in there are Alexander Arnold, uh, Ben Rama, Antonio at this point, Antonio DCL, uh, and I suppose to a degree also probably Jota and Sanchez. But you know, just looking at the the other players, Pereira, five point five million for a player who last season cost four million and ended up being one of the best mm. assets in in fantasy Premier League um, until he was injured. So Pereira, not a bad shout. So you know, if he can continue this season what he started last season, um, good player. Diash just scored eleven points for you. He's always a solid pick for Man City. He might he might get rotated out once every five games. Um, but again, you've got Christensen on the bench. He's been playing quite regularly, and Tanganga, who has been keeping, uh, who who's been keeping out of the Tottenham team, um, Nigel Football. Nigel Football. So <laughs> Tanganga, he's four point five million. He's been starting as the as one of their wing backs. So he's he's not a bad shout either. So you've got backup there for when DS does get rotated out. But this team looks a lot to me like what you've done which is spread your funds out quite a bit what this team does after the first glance you go that's pretty strong this team gives you nightmares every single time Salah or Fernandez gets double figures and one of them is always going to be getting double figures so it would make me quite stressed is what I would say from my own perspective yeah 
But uh, more power to him. I mean, if anyone knows what they're doing, it's Stefan de Jong. Yeah, that's true. And his 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 question was just literally, I'm going. I'm on my wildcard. I'm going completely heavy hitter free. Is that a good idea? My, it's not my, an easy one, question my to one word answer is no. Yeah. But yeah, pushed, who, pushed who, for a binary answer. No. But who are we to judge? <laughs> um, In fact, what I will say, Stefan, is it's actually flattering that you'd even now ask us this question. I think, he's just, ha- I think he's just happy to pander to us. Throwing us, throwing us a bone. Yeah, he's just like, oh, look at these guys trying to do yeah. a podcast. If I pu- pushed into a corner, my answer personally is no. Um, but. Um, happy to watch and see what happens. I'll tell you what, though. he I have absolutely, absolutely no problem with his front line. I think that's a solid front line. Calvert-Lewin, Antonio and Bamford. Yep. His midfield, I think he's probably really only lacking in one or two positions there, and that's probably Gray and Pogba. If they blank, it's a pretty average week. That's right? the thing. So, so Gray's young and exciting, hasn't really delivered yet. He's mm. promising, but could also get pushed out of that team. Yeah, Pogba... He's got five assists this season, which is incredible considering last season in 30-whatever games he played, he, he got three assists all season. I still feel that people are a bit, well, let's see if he can keep it up. And I think there'll be people saying that when he gets eight games deep and he's still doing it. Yeah. Well, let's see if he and, can and keep it up. And it'll be Stefan de Jong flying up the bench <laughs> for his boys' league and we'll be going, oh, God, let's, he was right. Let's see if he can keep it up. Yeah, and then again, you've got Alexander-Arnold, Diash, and Edison. You've got three players there that are going to be getting clean sheets and uh, at least Alexander-Arnold is going to be getting assists quite regularly. Diash even sometimes pops up for a goal. So he, he's got. I'd say he's got enough about that team that he's going to get enough regular weekly big points mm. but it's just that whole thing I mean obviously we've talked about the fact that I'm in a position of already feeling a bit FOMO'd on uh, Fernandez, and I've got Salah so um, yeah good luck to you mate and uh, I will be watching carefully mm-hmm. and on that bombshell that's us Th- these these podcasts don't always end in bombshells <laughs> no that's it's an ironic thing alright <laughs> We can make bombshells, um, if you like. But if you're um, listening in from America and you're working for the uh, NSA or CIA, Gavin didn't mean that. It's figurative speech. Um, leave me alone. And to remind everybody, the code to join the Bench Boost Boys Mini League is Q8ZM2S. That's Q8ZM2S uh, at Bench Boost Boys to message us on Twitter, uh, particularly if you've got any questions for the mailbag, but also just to join in and have a bit of banter, TM. Uh, and the website is BenchBoostBoys.club. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Let's do it. Let's see them next week. We will see them next week. Mm-hmm. Goodbye.